So this might get a little messy. I am revisiting the first topic that I ever had a conversation about with two years ago um, when I started this whole thing. From my recollection, when I made the intro to the vlog and what it was going to be and the YouTube channel and everything else, uh, I believe I also recorded the first conversation, which was on legacy. And if I treated this way more seriously and like an actual job or something, I would have gone back and like researched myself by watching that vlog and listening to that conversation, made some notes and came here to talk about the differences. Um, one of the things that I'm focusing on though is my memory of that conversation um, or one of the important things that I remember from that conversation on Legacy being that part of this project in a way and thinking about Legacy and art and my life and everything um, was partly due to not having kids and not having uh, a regular avenue that I would say the majority of people take to ensure their legacy by having children. And that's like a whole weird concept in and of itself. And I mean, if I repeat something that I said two years ago, I'm not going to really feel that bad about it, um, especially just because it's such a long time and my thoughts haven't changed maybe that much. Then again, you might be able to tell me if you, you know, either recall that conversation better than me or you, you know, listen to it um, or watch it in close uh, proximity to you watching or listening to this. That's the wrong word, but you get what I'm saying. So this major thing has changed that when I had that discussion, I was talking about all these things, my obsession with connection and legacy and mortality and anxiety and how all these things culminate into, you know, somehow this, this project, as I, as I call it, of vlogging. And how, you know, the conversations I realized in, in time after that are really useful to me for external processing purposes. Some of the other stuff was just fun. Like, I found, like, doing reviews was fun. Um, biking videos, art process videos, things like that to show people some stuff. Um, the vlogging in and of itself is one of the harder things to kind of figure out as to why I'm doing it. Because I could just drop that and focus on conversations and I think I would still get a lot out of that. Vlogging, I feel some pressure because um, <laughs> because I am trying to document certain things and I can't document other things that involve maybe other people. And I guess that's that's a major thing, is that in the past year, my life has taken such a turn with my involvement in family life and children. And I've been thinking about that. So that's really what this, this is about before that off-the-rails intro. And it's weird because I've come face-to-face -face with this notion of legacy through children a couple times. Um, very explicitly, I mean, with myself a couple times in the past year. And I wanted to save it for this time right now because it just seemed fitting to, to do. And one of these things that I've been faced with is being curious about my own genes and how, you know, I believe that people are a product of nature and nurture, which is something I have discussed uh, on the podcast before, um, or the vlog, whatever. Again, this is on multiple platforms and media through a podcast format and also the YouTube vlogging format, video format. Um, 
So I've discussed that before, and I believe that people are a product of both nature and nurture, and what they choose to do with their nature and nurture and those experiences and have, being aware of their experiences and all those things. And I have no part in the nature of these children that I am helping raise. It's still, we it's still weird to say things like that. It feels weird when those words come out of my mouth. It's still kind of a little unnatural. Um, and I don't know why. It just almost feels like imposter syndrome or something, um, unfortunately. And, I, I, yeah. And it's not because of any wavering or faltering on my part with my desires. It's more of outside influences and people and other things that aren't as, I guess, uh, that are taking away from my capabilities and opportunities. Um, so anyway, <laughs> I find that, uh, I, 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 the, the, the facts are that I have no part in the nature. My genes are not there. I have part of the nurture and that is what I am focused on because it's all I can focus on. And the thing is, even if I had part of the nature, I wouldn't be focused on that. I'm more focused on it because I don't have any part in that. That there's nothing that, that I can do to pass on my genes. And so one of the things I was curious about, you know, a couple times this past year was, um, you know, like I wasn't interested before in really thinking like, I mean, it was like a fun little idea of like, oh, I wonder what a kid would look like that came from me and came from like another person and like how that would mix or like, um, you know, I've thought about that this past year. Sure. But like, it's more than just looks. It's, it's also just like, I wonder what my combination of whatever, there's certain things that I've thought about, like, what do I get from my parents? That's nature that makes me the way I am. And then combine that with the nurture and like, what am I, there's some things that I'm like, man, I, I can totally see where I got that from. And other things where I'm like, I have no idea. Neither of my parents are like this. I don't know what other influences there were and, and whatever else. And so I'm curious about those things. Um, and that's just where my mind has been at uh, a couple times, if not more than that this year is just curious, like, man, like, it's not curious enough that I'm like, hey, let's let's have a baby, like, let's really see. But it's just this this added difficulty or added added um, opportunity to think about something that I wouldn't have an opportunity to think about if I had just had biological children of my own. Um, it would just be that's what it is, and like whatever. But um, I just have to focus so much. Like again, I focus on the nature only because it's not because I can't have it. But I can't do anything with that focus. It's just like something that just kind of distracts me. Like, oh man, like, I wonder because there's certain aspects to children that that may be brought about by genes, whether it be um, certain health-related things. You know what I mean? And it's like, oh well, like maybe someone's biology passed down asthma. Or some, I don't know how asthma works. This is, I'm pulling things out here. Because they, they could have passed down like a, a physical ailment possibly. Or maybe something more mental health related. And so I've just been curious. I'm like, oh, you know, I, these are things that, that are a part of a whole. And that part 
sometimes is is overwhelming or we can focus on certain parts and it's like dealing with someone else's I don't know with someone else it's a thing it's 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 not dealing with my own offspring physically at all and so it it's like a weird I'm using the phrase mental gymnastics a lot recently but I mean it's something that I have to to dance around and figure out and 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 just whatever so that's yeah that's something that's been on my mind it's just it's just that and then i think about focusing on the nurture so much and i'm not the only person nurturing and my unit with with randy is not the only one that's nurturing um in these cases and i mean there's outside influences whether it be school or other people and family friends whatever ultimately though wherever someone spends the most time you would think would have more sway at certain areas and stages of uh, development in a child's life. So there's a lot of push and pull sometimes too. Anyway, this is supposed to be about this question of legacy with children. But this is, I, no, I shouldn't say anyway. It's not like I'm off track. Really, I'm not at all. But what I'm trying to discuss is this notion of teaching and that if I'm leaving a legacy with whatever, with what I produce artistically, creatively, whether it be, you know, writing or visual arts or music or, um, which isn't a thing really much anymore, or with um, the way that I've taught students or the way that um, I just live my life and document it and have it here in, in, uh, in this format. There's also, that was all that there was before, but now there is, oh, there are these children that's, that at some point someone can attach to me as being like, these are your children, and what does that mean, and um, how have you raised them, and there's a lot of just different things with different stages of, of, of life, and like I said, development, and when I've entered their lives, and what other influences there were beforehand that there aren't now, which ones there are now, which ones there will be in the future, there's just so much there, and it just became such a part of the regular day-to-day -day without me thinking about it, um, but when I am thinking about it, I mean, like, subconsciously, I, I there's a thing, I think, with a lot of parents that, oh, this person is representing me. It's like, for lack of a better analogy, an employee representing a company, and, you know, that's <laughs> a horrible analogy, but... A lot of people equate the behavior of children to the way the parents have raised them, which is both correct and incorrect. It's all circumstantial. You never know necessarily why someone's acting the way they act, and it doesn't mean because they don't know better. Sometimes they just do. And um, that, that has a lot to do with the nature part of things. If everything was only nurture, it would be, you know, it would be... Well, no, if it was all nature or if it was all nurture, if it was one or the other 100%, it would be like someone was a carbon copy of either the way you acted and taught them and want them to be, or there's a carbon copy of you and all your idiosyncrasies and things that make you a unique individual and the way that you react to stimuli and all those things. But that's not the case. It's both. It's complex. And people have autonomy. And we don't just react to stimuli um, completely without any for like without any thought or or anything like that like there's opportunity for those things and uh 
some people use them more than others. Um, you know, the, the time to process something and react accordingly and other people don't. And certain circumstances call for more of one than the other too. I think about not... I, I've never really thought or worded it that way of like, I want to teach these kids certain things so that they represent me better. It's, it's not what it is. It's... Man, I wish I remembered or had written this down or took a picture of it where or a screenshot. I don't remember what it was now exactly, but someone was talking about how you don't just want to... I mean, you want to pass down, obviously, good... Man, it was written way better. When you think about something like parenting, or not something like, when you think about parenting, it's still such a weird thing to say. I feel like a dink. Um, you think about what you'd want to pass on that were maybe good traits that you learned maybe from your upbringing, and then you think about the things you don't want to pass on, that you want to omit, um, that you are choosing to leave out of their upbringing that you had during your upbringing and you combine all these things and you have a unique parenting style hopefully some people don't do that and it's just like they don't think about how they're going to parent they don't reflect on their past experiences and what they liked and disliked as a child or what was useful that they found later and they didn't you know recognize it you know in their teens and then realize that it was a good thing whatever those are things that you obviously should be reflecting on if you're going to if you're looking at this as an opportunity to do something good that you want to um, advance at and be good at, you should be reflecting on previous practices and experiences and whatever else. Um, somebody was talking about, I just don't remember how they worded it, about how you know part of it is passing on what you didn't have. And a lot of people focus on that being a physical thing, like people coming from you know, um, certain financial backgrounds, they want to have, make their, a better life for their children and whatever, and with means and not, you know, fighting for needs and, um, that's all great, but there's this other focus which would be on providing an opportunity for learning that maybe you didn't have or passing on knowledge that you didn't feel was passed on to you, that you had to learn the hard way. And those are things I think about constantly, um, Things that I did have that were good things, things that I didn't have that I wish I did, and realizing that now and wanting to, um, to give opportunities for learning and passing down knowledge and information and whatever else, the ways that I can. I already said this was going to be messy and off the rails, and the thing is that there is this little bit of difficulty. I mean, beforehand, without any type of children, family aspect in that way, or progeny, um, it was easy for me just to say, like, I feel like I'm in limbo. I feel like I'm in between two worlds. Because at the end of the day, as I'm coming to realize, um, I've never thought before... I, I've always had this thing of, like, blood does not equal family. Blood means, like, nothing. You choose your family... You decide who's good for you and who's not at a certain point, who you want to interact with, who you don't want to. You shouldn't be pressured to do or not do certain things just because that person has blood relations to you. It doesn't make them a good person. It doesn't make them a good person for you. It doesn't mean that your relationships are healthy. None of that. Um, and I feel like I'm in limbo right now because earlier beforehand when I was like, oh, I'm not going to have kids. That's not going to be a thing for me. 
Um, it was easy to just talk about how legacy would would um, I guess any type of legacy that came from me would be would be. Uh, and now I feel in limbo because I feel most people automatically have that this person is carrying on my, my, my genes, my blood, my biology, most likely my name, an identity that is attached to me somehow um, automatically. And obviously if you are, um, I want to say if you are a good parent, but also if the circumstances allow that you can parent really well and the nature of the child also allows for um, some absorption absorb, absorption of these positive things that you were trying to instill in them that they can also be a legacy for you in a way and they can, you know, at the end of the day, whenever that may be, to uphold this um, maybe the values that, that you had and along the way they've also found their own but they can maybe say that I learned work ethic from my parents or I this is what these were these teachings in my household and that's what brought me to where I am today to doing my own whatever um, but without that focus on parenting some people just, again automatically their progeny have a tie to them biolo bi biologically and then so many people put so much importance on that, it's hard for me to ignore that. And that tie is so automatic. Whereas if I were gone tomorrow from these children's lives, after a certain amount of time, I don't think my fingerprint would stick. And that's really hard to deal with. I feel like at this stage in their lives and, and the amount of time that I've spent with them, I don't think my fingerprint would stick. And... I have a desire for that to happen because I have given so much of myself to this, um, I don't know what to call it, to, to this area of my life, this, this way of living, I guess, that um, it's difficult to feel like one might remain might get lost in that. Uh, it's, I don't know how to explain it. It's like I talked about the fate of my paintings before. I'm like, I don't know, they're probably going to end up in a dumpster eventually or a value village or whatever. Or maybe someone would pass it on through their family, not because it's like famous, because someone just thinks it's beautiful and then someone else grows up in the same household and they think it's beautiful and they love it, whatever. And eventually maybe someone will be like, this is trash, I don't like it, and throw it out or sell it or who knows. But this is different because we're talking about people. And it's just an incredibly different thing than an inanimate object, even though that inanimate object might be uh, rich with emotion and passion and um, teaching and someone can learn from it, whether it be a book or a piece of writing or a photograph or a painting. Um, that art has the ability to carry all these things and make people think and wonder and teach and, and um, people can learn from these things. But again, when you're talking about humans and that I guess the instinctual thing if you are assisting and raising humans is that you want them to carry on things that you believe are good and you want to believe that you are good or that you were trying to be good and you again it just depends on who you are as a person and the reflecting that you do and what you want to pass on and what you don't and being real with yourself and who you are and trying to figure out how to um, <laughs> just 
work on yourself simultaneously while you are encouraging youth to work on themselves and see you as a good example and be real about when you're not a good example and communicate and all those things. Um, and it's just, again, it's just a struggle with this aspect of I don't have... I don't have the ability, not, not, not the ability, to be frank or real or whatever, Randy and I have decided we do not want to have children of our own, where we're at in our lives, with our age and careers and whatever else, that's not something that we would like to do. That's been something that's been decided, it's been talked about every once in a while in like a fun way or a joke or just like a curious way, again, like I'm like, ugh. And it's more me than, than her when I talk about, like, I wonder what my genes would produce. We've got an opportunity to see kind of your half of genes, maybe, and, like, what that might produce in certain ways. And we can see certain characteristics, whether they be physical or, or mental or otherwise, that might get um, drawn back to the roots of you. But I don't have anything of mine. And that never used to bother me before, and now it does. And that's just something weird to wrestle with. And... And again, the... The, the raw truth of the matter is that if Randy and I broke up today, I don't think that I would go and just be like, you know what, I want biological children now. Like, it wouldn't be that way. Um, the circumstances and everything that led to this being the way it is right now is just, I don't know, like, it's it, it just happened. Like, no, there's, there's, circum there's things that led up to it, and I don't know all of it, and I haven't reflected enough on all of it, and some things I'm just not going to be able to answer anyway. It's circum circumstances, and right time, right place. And, um... I just don't think it would be something that I would do. Uh, with, like, Randy or not Randy, she's not the factor, necessarily, in why I don't want to raise a child from from birth at this age in my life, at 34 years old. Um, I didn't want to beforehand. I didn't think I wanted kids, period, beforehand. And now things have changed over, you know, gradually over time, over the past year and a half and whatever else. Um, almost two years since meeting Randy. Um, that, that has changed. But it really hasn't changed yet that I have just been like, I don't want to raise a new being. I am curious about what that being would be like. And maybe it's also because the older I get, I might be more curious. And I hope that in the raising of these children, that that desire will go away for me um, in time as, as maybe things become more normalized um, of our relationship to each other and the way that we view each other and um, relate to each other and the way that other people might see that as well and treat that relationship. Uh, unfortunately, outside factors affect me more than I thought they did. Uh, from, a, from my teen years, outside influence didn't really impact me negatively at, like, I mean, uh, that's such a loaded statement. That's something I should talk about one day. Um, I feel like negative 
outside negative uh, expression towards me affects me more than I thought it did um, when it comes to either like making comments about my art or me as a person or whatever um, that I don't think it rules my life but I thought that I could distance from that a lot easier than I can um, and when it comes to parenting a par it's, it's a very sore spot but it's also because I am not secure in my parenting um, or in my relationship as a parent, or my, my, uh, I don't know what's it, my being of a parent isn't, it doesn't feel secure and safe, and therefore feeling in a state of transition and, um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I, I, it's just, <laughs> I don't know any other way to word it. But being in that in that position that I'm still in, that's not concrete in so many ways, it's difficult to deal with certain aspects of outside influence. Anyway, that is rambling on legacy with kids right now with where I'm at. I hope that maybe in two years I would make another video where I feel much more secure in that and things I've learned from reflecting on this conversation and these thoughts that I'm having now and uh, yeah this position that I'm in now I, I don't want to change. Um, legacy with kids what does that <laughs> yeah what does that mean? You know, it's, I've talked before about legacy, about carrying on. That's the thing. I had talked not just about, I'm just so full of expression. That's why the very next conversation two years ago was connection and why, like, about seeking connection and, and all these different ways and um, doing that through art and through expressing and through having meaningful conversations with others and um, being a high school art teacher and making connections there and whatever. And I do feel like if I were to be a high school art teacher again, um, and if I were able to secure that position, that I still would be leaving legacy there. And, and just little nuggets that people might, uh, you know, I think of one of my high school teachers and I feel like they left a legacy um, through me. Or I feel like I am manifesting their legacy in a way because of the whole reason I'm a teacher is because of them. Um, or that's one major reason. So, I mean, I, it's just that way of fighting mortality, but now it's just morphed into something else where there's these other thoughts and musings um, that have to do with, uh, with things I wasn't concerned about for the majority of my life, that now I am. And that's what I'm navigating. So, um, I, I would obviously want... You know, children in my care that I'm helping raise, dare I say, at some point in my life, I would like to feel more comfortable saying my children. Um, I would obviously want them to not be reflections of me, but to reflect um, certain values that I have assisted them in respecting and understanding in how they can be applied to their lives in a positive way. And that would be part of 
my legacy, I suppose, is by affecting positively the people around me that I care the most about and having a certain influence on them, whether it be friends or family or whatever, that or students, that, that they can take something and draw from it. We will see you on another time.